Hello, I'm Sydney Hill, and I'm continuing my podcast based on conformity in high school and the effects on high school students. Last episode, I talked to a well-known sports kid about how he avoids conformity. Today, I will be talking to Katie, a senior this year, who has often taken the road less traveled and does not conform to what others do. For the past two years, I have had the pleasure to work with Katie in band, and she truly is an amazing person who stays true to herself. So today, I want to talk to Katie about some things that I found on the internet that say that it'll help you be to be a nonconformist or how to find nonconformists. John Anasser of High Life 2B blog states that the first step to take to take to be a nonconformist is to take the path less beaten. The second step is to value opinions that are different from yours. Third, find and follow your passion. Fourth, give before you get. Fifth, aim unrealistically. Sixth, un- embrace your uniqueness. Uniqueness. And seventh, take up your responsibility for your own life. So I was going to have a conversation with Katie. Do you think that these seven steps, do you think that these are true? Like, are these things that you've tried to focus on? I think when you uh, don't want to conform that not having opinions other than your own is very a very good idea because when you do have ideas other than your own you're not staying true you're staying true to yourself and you're not trying to fit into the mold uh, that high school kind of gives you and like what a group gives you you have to have your own opinions and listen to others I think that's very true According to these standards, these seven things, do you believe you're a nonconformist? Oh, 100%. Um, when I walk down the hallways of this high school, um, I see people that all dress the same and want to look the same for their friends. And I think that to be truly who you are, you can't be someone else and you can't try to be someone else. So I never try to be anyone. I try to be me and me only because I can't be anyone else. And if I was anyone else... I'd be scared. <laughs> Has being a nonconformist or somebody who doesn't do what the rest of the people in high school do, do you think it makes high school, was high school an easier or do you think it made it harder for you? Oh, high school was so easy due to the nonconformity um, because then I didn't have to worry about what my friends thought about me. Like, I still take into the consideration their opinions, but then I don't, f- I don't feel that I need to conform to what they want me to be so it's made it a lot easier for me just loving myself and not letting anyone take that away from me do you think it's added any more stress like when you were first starting like in even in elementary or middle school do you think it made you stressed out to be like well I don't really want to be like these people but I don't really know if this is what I want uh actually it did because when I would speak up about my opinion I didn't go to Maysville for my entire career. From first to fourth grade, I went to Crooksville. And when I wasn't like everyone else, they they liked that conformity at Crooksville. So it was like, it was very hard at elementary school. Okay. Um, so the second little activity I wanted to do with Katie, um, I found another website on the internet that talked about um, people at jobs or I know this doesn't really relate to high school but this might be something that you can practice while you're in high school to get ready for your jobs so um there's a website talking about how interviews 
interviewers for um, different jobs, sometimes they look for nonconformists because they want nonconformists. Do you think that's something that, like, in your profession, I think you said you want to be a music teacher. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's something that the schools would look for? Um, I do believe so because in every profession they always look for someone that's going to be a leader. And when you don't conform to what everyone else is doing, you can you can lead. And you can be like, here, here's another idea. Or maybe we're going at it in a different way. Um, instead of falling into, I'm going to do what everyone else is doing. Every job is going to want someone who's going to be a leader. Okay, so I found a few questions that these interviewers would ask. I'm going to ask you them. You answer however you think you would answer, and then I'll tell you what they, the answer they wanted to see, just for fun, you know? Okay. <laughs> so the first question, how would you improve our interview process? So how would you improve what I'm doing for the podcast, or how would you improve any kind of interview process that you've done? Um, in interviews, they usually, I would say, be more personable. Um, wanting to get to know somebody, you know? Not just being like, here's this role, can you fit this piece? Or wanting to know, can you do more for what our business is doing? Like, do you have any ideas of how this is run, you know? So, like, could you, do you think you could add on to that? Like, the, like adding more questions of, what could you do to improve what we're doing here? Okay. Um, tell me about the last time that you were, that you encountered a role in an organization that you thought made no sense. Um, that's a great question. And what was, what was the rule and what did you do about it? I believe, like, in certain areas of our school, um, there are, clicks. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think that that is a giant part of our school. Like, that's a big part of our school. I agree. So, when we fall into that role of click, or, like, being a specific type of person, like, different roles throughout our student body, like, oh, there's the sporty popular kids, or there's the weird kids that the sporty popular kids won't even dare to talk to, you know? Um, I think that should be eliminated. I think that everyone should try to get to know someone who's not like them at all. Do you generally, like, do you like rules or, like, laws? Like, you know, like, don't run in the hall. Like, do you like having rules, or do you think that's something? I think having rules is good, but to a point, I think that having too many rules, you know? Like, even in our, um, like, uh, dress code. Mm-hmm. Um, like today, I'm wearing spaghetti straps, so I have to wear this, but my dress is non-revealing at all. Like, it covers everything, but it just shows my shoulders. Like, I think that there's, like, rules that we could bend a little bit. I, I know that there needs to be a sense of professionalism, but you can be professional without not showing your shoulders. Like, stuff like that. Um, like, things that aren't really going to affect the learning process out of school, or, like, something... Like, at Walmart, you can only wear a certain type of blue. Um, I know from, like, you have to wear a certain type of blue. You have to, like, wear a vest or you have to wear a certain type of blue. And I think, like, 
that takes a lot away from a person is Very taking away job. their crea- creativity. Yeah. Like, that's a big deal for me. That's mm-hmm. why I do my hair crazy colors. So I can feel apart from the crowd because no one wants to be. That's also, I think that's awesome that you have the confidence to do your hair like that. Because I know me, like, I'm trying, I'm doing this project to help myself because I find myself following the crowd. And I admire how you just have the confidence. And your confidence makes you pull it off, like, your hair off way more. If you walked around and were, like, all up in a turtle shell with pink hair, like, that wouldn't be. But, like, your confidence Mm -hmm. makes you rock your hair. So I think that's awesome. I think that's a big part of nonconformity is that you have to be confident in your decisions. Because if you're not confident in your decisions you're just going to fall back into that Mm -hmm. conformity of the crowd and you don't want that um what are some reasons that someone shouldn't hire you or why shouldn't I hire you if I were a interviewer why shouldn't you hire me um due to my not my non-conformity sometimes I think that things are unreasonable and I'm not afraid to speak my mind if things are unreasonable so I will speak up if I think that something is wrong. Okay. Um, so if you were to get the job that you were interviewing for now, in your first few months, what questions would you ask and to whom would you ask the questions? Um, I would always go to a superior officer and lower level people because in the lo- even in lower level, they can tell you more things about your job. I would ask questions such as, are there any things that, I should know how this business runs correctly. Like, like at certain times of day, are there certain things that come around? Like, when do, when do I need to have stuff done? Because sometimes you don't know. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, in the morning, what should I do first? Where, where should I go first? Who should I talk to first? Those questions make, those answers, those questions and who you would ask, that makes sense to me. Um... So now we're just going to go over the answers that they would be looking for to find a nonconformist. You say whether you agree with these answers, you think these are accurate or not. So for the first one, how would you improve your interview process? A nonconformist would voice their opinion and make changes that fit what they like. And I think that you did that. You said it nicely, but you said what you would feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. with. Um, And then the second question, tell me about the last time you encountered a rule in an organization that you thought made no sense. Um, you answered that correctly too. They just wanted you to say something and they wanted to see if you did something about the rule because the businesses want you to, um, improve, improve them, but they don't also want you to like cause a rebellion in their business. So they want someone who will voice their opinions and think, make, try to make changes, but also don't go overboard and Mm -hmm. like form a rebellion against and quit or have to get fired because they do something wrong like that. Why shouldn't I hire you? This was, The question was looking for, like, a nonconformist would know some of their flaws or something that would make them, like, sometimes not. Mm-hmm. And you answered that correctly. You said sometimes nonconformity can be a problem, a problem for you because yeah. you have your beliefs and your opinions, and they're strong opinions, which makes you a better leader and a better, like, more confident individual. But sometimes it makes you overly yes. confident, like, overly, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last question in your first few months, who would you ask questions to? Um, they were just looking for that you would ask questions, like you would have those questions, and that you wouldn't just go and ask a superior, that you would ask people under you and people who've worked there longer than you, so that you know that you 
they know that they, you would ask people who are well there longer. I wouldn't be going in as a superior. Yeah, yeah. So why would I ask a superior, superior who probably has no idea what's going on at the lower level yeah. to help me with my job? Yeah. So um, these questions, just so I can um, say who these questions were um, made by Adam Grant and Jessica Stillman. So a few follow-up questions. Imagine you're um, interviewing for your dream job, so that would be the music teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, would you answer these questions the same as you answered them for me? Yes, 100%. Um, going back to how I am about my opinion, I will always say the same thing. I'm, I'm, I don't put up a facade, and I think that's also what really like puts people off is the fact that I'm not going to be a fake be fake I'm never going to be fake towards you I'm never going to be like oh I love you so much and then be like behind your back behind your back like I don't like her like I'm going to tell someone I don't like them which gets me into trouble at points due to the fact that people are like I don't really like when you tell me I don't like you (laughs) yeah so um do you think that these questions are something that would find a nonconformist or do you think that the website was just like kind of making them up like do you think that's reliable to try to see? I actually actually do, because people that are going to conform are going to say that they're going to ask a superior officer because they're going to want to... Impress them. Impress them, and also, they're not going to know what to do, so they're going to... People that conform usually are a follower and not a leader, so they're going to go to the person that they think is their leader. Yeah. So, being a nonconformist, do you think, and you're surrounded by conformists in high school... Do you think that these kind of questions would be harder for a conformist answer rather than a nonconformist? Do you think they'd have to be, like, racking the brain? What's the rate? Like, do you think that's something that would be harder for them? I do, because with the role question, I think that they fit into those roles that don't need to exist. So they're go- they're not going to know, like, what kind of roles that, that are ridiculous, you know? So, because they think that they fit in there. Because they need to be in a certain little box, but they can't expand that box. And I think that's why it would be hard for them to answer some of these questions. So, um, in the future, you said you wanted to be a teacher. Actually, my next podcast is going to be interviewing teachers because they're around high school students who are conformists. But they also, they kind of have their teacher cliques, like, you know, like teachers... They are they kind of in a school do. all the time. So I want to interview them about how the teacher relationships are, like, in a high school, because they're still in a high school. I mean, so. when, you, when you become a senior, you get closer to your teachers every day. So you see behind that facade that they put up, like, oh, I love everybody. And you see, yeah. like, who they don't like and who they wouldn't be friends with if they were in high school. You know? Yeah. And, like, you can see the people that would be conformist in high school because they won't be friends with the small guy. They'll be friends with their own little box and think that everything that they say is right. hmm So, do you think, even when you're a teacher, when you get your job as a music teacher, do you think um, something that you're going to try to teach your students is to be their own person? Do you think that's something that you would focus on? That is so important to me. Because even in elementary school, you feel like you have to be like everybody else because people still get made fun of. You know, so I think that people should know that if they do stray from the path, that it's a good thing, that they're not going to get like punished because they want to be a little different. Like, 
I see it now. Like, I'll go spend time with my mom at the end of a day, and she'll have students in her room. And you'll see the kids with the nice clothes. Like, they won't even look at the kids that are less fortunate, which really upsets me because I have a lot of friends that are less fortunate. And I think it's unfair that you can have all of this and be so happy that you have nice clothes and you have a place to sleep, but, like, being in their own little box, they don't see that some of the other kids... Like, they might not... They might not even know where their next meal is coming from. Yeah. So, like, I think you need... I think that it's so important to not follow a little line. To be your own person. person. Because yeah. when you're not your own person, you just don't see from everybody else's perspective. And you need to see everyone else's perspective. Thank you for coming and talking to me. I think this has been really helpful to improve my podcast about conformity. It's opened some doors. And like I said, next week I'll be interviewing teachers. So um, thank you, Katie. You're very welcome.